0: Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now, there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in a new virtual room, collaborate live, building ideas on the same page, and see more of your team on screen at once. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic,
1: this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly.
0: Fellow Knowledge Seekers, I hope you've had a chance to listen to the Waterline Podcast on iTunes or in your Android Podcast app. People ask me all the time, Shane, what's the future look like? Are we going to flourish? Are we, are, are we going to drive ourselves to extinction? Are we going to destroy everything? Are we going to create heaven on earth? A big part of that incredibly complicated question is water. Water is absolutely fundamental to life. And knowing what is going on with water, the various technologies, the economics, political, social, behavioral, technological, and environmental aspects of water around the globe is really fundamental to understanding questions like that. And if you guys are into science and learning about things that affect our lives and the world, which I know you are, I believe the Waterline podcast is free. For you. I just finished a episode called Water for All Regulation, all about comparing the different regulations in different areas, like the Israeli water law passed in 1959 and comparing how their system of, of regulating water compares to California's model of regulating and how We might work together to figure out the best pros and the cons of different systems all around the world. Very, very important stuff. Please check out the Waterline Podcast on your Android app and at the iTunes store. Welcome to the Here We Are Podcast, everybody. I am Shane Moss. I'm doing some comedy skits. You don't say skits, by the way, uh, but i'm allowed to as a comedian i can say it in a mocking way um but uh yeah anyway um i'm going to be doing my skits in melbourne australia october 19th to the 21st and in sydney australia october 28th we might add a couple other things around ish that side of the world if not this one the next one especially if we can get a whole bunch of people out there so please spread the word to everyone that you've ever talked to on facebook or interacted with that is from that part of the world that would help me out tremendously my co-host today is
1: Kristen syme you aren't going to introduce yourself? Come
0: on, and throw a little. Uh, I like am... I'd be like, I'm from Wisconsin, and I have a. a, 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 a,
1: a, a. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah. So I am Kristen Simon. and I am a PhD student at Washington State <laughs> yeah. University, uh, originally from the state of Delaware. Shout out.
0: I love it. <laughs> I love it. Today we talked about. We had a lot of fun. It was a fun one.
1: It was a silly one. It was
0: silly. We get we got real. Sometimes we have some real dry episodes on. Which is I I don't mind at all because we learn a lot, but sometimes we have some real. We we had some learning in
1: there. There was some. We we did some,
0: but some I have I have some episodes where we don't have a single laugh, and that's okay because it's a science podcast. Um, and I don't I don't I don't want to force it or anything else, and I don't go in with the intent. But today, hoo-wee, we had some silliness out and. On the topic of suicide, well, not so much, Not so many jokes about suicide. It was, yeah, I know. No, it was. A, it was. But we jokes did get on dark humor, sure. and then
1: it kind of shot out.
0: Yeah, yeah, it kind of it's awesome. Going. I think you guys are really gonna like this one. So, uh, thanks for listening and enjoy. Are we? Yes where are we here why are we here not entirely clear we are misfits thrust into existence by random chance with no hints at all as to how we're supposed to make sense of it all it's immensely bizarre here we are all right so kristen this is our uh second time having you on and we're friends now yeah we're friends yeah yay yeah. oh
1: and i'm friends with kate yeah and her influence is here
0: i don't think we've ever said my uh my girlfriend's name on the podcast before so this is a first uh, yeah so i, have I, a I hoop that lights okay. up and that's Otherwise her influence edit this out. yeah
1: and i we have monopoly deal and that is also her influence
0: yeah well <laughs> i like to take credit for monopoly deal oh, okay. um but she's also yeah it's uh that's a way to a lady's heart it turns out Oh. Uh, unexpected way to a lady's heart. Well, now is I know. Monopoly deal. Yeah, that's that's my move. I'm I'm pretty smooth. Hey, you want to play a game of Monopoly deal? Ooh, what's that? Does it take forever? No, only fifteen minutes. Like me. That's that's my pickup line, and and so you can see why I am quite the catch. Seal um, the
1: deal with Monopoly deal.
0: There you go. That's wonderful. <laughs> you,
1: Monopoly you really deal if you would like to, to hire me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you really committed to that. You were you were thinking about it. You're like, do I say sealed it? It's it was so clever you had to. How could you stop yourself? It was great. I love it. <sighs> Kate's, got a, a, a Kate's a big fan of puns, so uh she's going to enjoy that. Um so let's get into the fun stuff. Suicide Ooh. Um, so last time we were on with Zach, so we didn't get to hear. So it was a little weird because it was live and like live, I always feel like I need to be funnier and like have a bunch of laughs along the way. Whereas this is a science podcast and I like talking about big ideas and I don't like feeling pressure to be funny. I like go on stage and I do stand up and I do my jokes there and that's where I get that release. And so the live ones are always like. Can be a little more fun, but then I'm like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have had the topic of suicide on the episode where I'm trying to get more laughs." So that was a little bit of a lesson learned, but it was a good episode.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think you kind of have to laugh a little bit at the darkness, to the dark because it's so dark, it's so horrible. I mean, it's like one of the worst human phenomenons. So. I mean, I mean, some people are sensitive about it, understandably, but I think it's it's a normal way to kind of deal with some of the stress.
0: Human uh, phenomenons. Sense. What are what other uh, what other species are are often themselves?
1: Uh, not too many, actually. Um, very few cases of suicide in any other species. Uh, although bacteria seem to to kill themselves.
0: Yeah, well, I would too if I was ruining everything. <laughs>
1: bacteria.
0: Stupid bacteria. <laughs> That sometimes helps us a lot.
1: Well, I mean it's like cell death. It's not like they're you know it's cell death. Yeah. It's, cores
0: off. Yeah. Aren't there like dogs that sometimes like see their <laughs> word? I'm not cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going great. This uh... is, this is, you, it don't kill that little part. Oh, that little part was so good. It just got sad. I actually wish we
1: did have an audience. Just so you can
0: see the reaction? Yeah. I just like to imagine everyone's loving every word of this. I don't really... I don't really, like, picture individuals listening. Uh, I get messages from individuals, and that always is, like, awesome. When people are like, hey, I really like your podcast. Changed my life. That's what every- I get mostly oh. every day. But uh, <laughs> but I don't... Is, but what are you picturing right now as you're talking into a microphone? 50,000 people listening?
1: I No, I wish there were people I could look at, mm-hmm. like responding to what i'm saying because i actually just feel like a psycho
0: (laughs) oh yeah it is weird
1: (laughs) like imagining like oh people are gonna feel this way when i say this but it's like way in the future (laughs) i know
0: it is it's strange i always think that about uh it's funny because i don't think it about myself that much um for whatever that says about me i think that about newscasters A lot.
1: But there are at least people behind the camera who are like giving them thumbs up and stuff. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I I guess. That's
0: weirder because then you're not even like looking at that person. You're not even like acknowledging them.
1: I don't know. Sometimes they look like they're making eyes at someone.
0: Because it's just like you're saying things that are like, this is very important. I have the most important stuff that you, the viewer at home, needs to hear. And you're kind of like trying to make eye contact with this imaginary well, person. Well, it is like that's... they're
1: looking. But when you are looking at them, like a newscaster, it is like they're looking yeah,
0: at you. Yeah, that creeps me out. I don't I don't get it. And then they're like trying to scare you because they're scared for their jobs. And I don't know. The whole thing is weird.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: newscasters but uh yeah it's cool so this podcast i i run a pretty loose loose ship is that the expression loose loose, sh- lips sink loose ship what? It, it, uh, yeah I, I run a i i run a pretty uh loose. i think
1: it's a t- i think the expression is tight ship but you
0: tight <laughs> yeah 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 i don't i don't run i don't run a tight ship here we get to we just get to chat about nothingness for a while until we're both comfortable okay and so right now we're in silly mode
1: i'm going to be silly for a little while and i will tell you right now i used to have laughing fits <laughs> like <laughs>
0: Oh, no, not on this podcast. I'm sorry. We don't allow laughing fits on but this like, podcast. But, like,
1: in in high school, I had laughing fits. I don't even know. I wanted to be an actress at one point, but I couldn't because I would laugh.
0: Uh, but Jimmy Fallon is one of the most popular people on television, and he can't stop himself from laughing at his own hilarious jokes.
1: But he is really funny. Ah!
0: <sighs> He's, well... I get it. I get it. I get what people like about him. I don't like things that are popular. He's endearing.
1: He's... Oh.
0: Just oh, in general. You're
1: like one of those people.
0: Yeah, I'm like a real snob like that. I, I don't like it. I don't like... uh Ha- like super happy-go-lucky stuff i'm the type of person that comes uh, that is like will you please come on my podcast because that fascinates me that's that's the stuff that i'm more into i'm a little more into dark kind not as
1: much as when i was younger but yeah i mean i guess i'm like that too but i don't know sometimes you need a reprieve from from the the darkness and i don't know maybe jilly Jilly, (laughs) jimmy fallon is my reprieve from the darkness
0: what what do you think about i like i was saying earlier and you're now drinking wine because you're going to be nervous when i say this i love wild speculation on my podcast i like i like riffing about things that that scientists are like, I have no business speaking to that. And I'm like, well, I want to anyway. So what most of think- my well, thought
1: life is wild speculation, actually. Oh, good. Well, um, that's life in general. But I don't speak, I don't say any of that out loud, ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think that I, this is an opportunity to embrace that. I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to say, no. In your head, you're going to be like, I have no Business saying anything about that, and, I, and then I'm going to push you to answer it anyway. But you
1: know, what? I will just preface it with I'm possibly just making it all up. These are my Great. thoughts. It's not Wonderful. like science, but you know, and I think we need to encourage it more. So, I, I, think so too. I embrace this, but I do feel like I'm a guinea pig right now.
0: I think that science should take a few more chances. Agreed. You know, I get rejected all the time when I, I reach out to guests, and then they're like, but what if? what if someone says something dangerous on a podcast and in my dangerous peer... science <laughs> <laughs> like or like people think i'm going to make fun of them or that sort of thing and it's all oh, I'm like you th- really think you're gonna I'm just, like
1: riff on them
0: like i'm really just like trying like a john to stewart thing science and like yeah. yeah but why would you be scared of john stewart john stewart loves all of his guests anyhow here's the question um it's 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 an easy one it's a it's a nice light one dark humor and a fondness for dark that, that's something that creeps a lot of people out i think potentially that it might be a sign of uh intelligence or a particular kind of intelligence it, to me it seems like um
1: a certain resilience possibly
0: oh well, maybe that's what it is I'm just thinking of dark humor in general. I don't I started as a dark comedian and kind of phased out of it and it doesn't it's not my cup of tea so much anymore, but when I see dark comedy, I think that took a lot of like mental acrobatics to it make does. that okay. You have to see
1: things from like multiple angles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. And I think because it, it's a
0: big taboo that you're now like throwing in people's faces and then.
1: And if you could actually do it successfully, like if you saw that movie Manchester by the Sea, I don't know if you saw that.
0: Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's that some was, like light that parts. It's a
1: dark movie. But then they there are these moments of humor that are just like the timing is perfect. The what the humor is, is perfect. And it's like this. I mean, it's dark it's depressing i can never
0: tell if i like him as an actor or not and then that whole movie i'm like is he acting right now or, or is just, that just like him? doing like a charlie brown impression or like what is what is like i'm just sad through a whole movie it was good i liked it i don't want to say anything bad about what's his name again casey, casey Affleck. Affleck. i
1: mean i you know i guess he's an asshole apparently because he did some terrible things I don't know I did really I mean it was a well done movie and he he did a good job you know in his role you know um that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I like that. Sometimes on this podcast, I'm just like, I'm going to make my guest talk about Casey Affleck for no reason. This,
1: this is a science
0: <laughs> podcast, by the way. I'm supposed to be like talking about I'm science weirdly and like educating. Interested the
1: world. in Casey Affleck too?
0: <laughs> really?
1: Um, uh, because he's to me, just a like, weirdo under the radar. Yeah, I mean, he's a weirdo.
0: What do you mean by that? I I guess I don't know anything about him. This is this is <laughs> you keep bringing him just, up? Can we just talk about Casey Affleck through this entire episode? Yeah, no, uh, I don't wonderful. know enough
1: about him to hold a conversation for an hour, but And I only saw him in that one no shot. Oh, I saw him in that other movie with Brad Pitt. Um <laughs> He's actually an amazing actor. Kay, like Casey I think, okay. really is an amazing actor. All right. Um, he does like I'm, expressions. I'm, I'm, like I mean, I think as like a, like someone he does who's expressions.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. No, bi- I think about. I mean, as... first off, every actor is an amazing actor compared to like me even thinking about myself acting. Okay. Is every, a more actor,
1: every actor.
0: Every well, actor is an amazing
1: actor. Okay. Can we talk about Alexis Bledel? She is not an amazing actor. She's I don't a terrible know who that is actress. Um, Gilmore Girls. Oh. Um. And I'm gonna get shot on the street now.
0: <laughs> it's a popular show, from what I hear.
1: Um, because if she does anything besides that character in Gilmore Girls, she's besides Rory Gilmore, she's terrible. Hmm. She clearly is only that one character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. And so she just know. brings
1: it to every role, and she just stops a film because she's so terrible. <laughs>
0: And now I just got to feel like what my audience feels like. I was like, what are we talking about right now? I love this. I'm having a lot of fun right now. You know this what? is the I lo- most you know, fun that a lot I've had know. for the first 12 minutes of my podcast. Yes. Yeah, this is, this is, this is, a, this is a new record. I, I'm not used to having fun that much.
1: Well, I'm actually someone who <laughs> doesn't take myself very seriously. That's good.
0: <laughs> I, well, you got to go back and forth. Sometimes like, you have to be like... Yes, this is an amazing idea. Otherwise, you won't try to do anything with it.
1: Or oh, but when it comes to ideas, I do get like a little crazy. I will say that.
0: Tell me about um, it. Um,
1: okay, so we're not friends on Facebook, but are, I'm a little crazy. I'm sorry about that. What?
0: I'm sorry that we aren't. No, I don't. I don't, like, I don't
1: mean that to say. Like, I'm like I'm mad about it.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's.
1: But I mean, it's like you don't seem Like, I have like I feel like I have this Facebook personality. I don't
0: like do. I like post some jokes once in a while. I don't like try. I try to. I I am uh, I'm a hyper addictive uh, person, um, or as I like to say on the show, super quick at learning, um, but I will. I have to be very selective about what I like. If I'm like, I'll get into Facebook. I'll get way into Facebook, and then my life is ruined. If I get it, it's the same way with TV shows and everything else, I don't have like. That's some why people I don't do Game like, of
1: Thrones. I can't. I can't do it. Oh, I can't man. get into that.
0: I just finished the last season last. Best show. Ever so made.
1: much commitment.
0: I know it's it's true. All great acting, by the way. Lots of wonderful expressions. Um, <laughs> I so. didn't even get
1: to finish my point about. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, we, we, we will it. return. To yeah, that. we returned. We'll return to that. Okay.
0: No. What?
1: Oh well, now no, I like we're ideas. talking about a
0: different thing. No, we're talking about the ideas. Isn't that the no, idea? We don't, well,
1: we're no. Now we're talking about Facebook.
0: No, no, your ideas. That's what got us onto Facebook.
1: Okay, let's go back. Yeah. To, no. This um, is. Casey Affleck. No, this is, Casey is
0: the best representation of how my brain actually works. Is this podcast? Uh, Listeners don't often hear like this is what I live with in my head all of the time. Maybe you should be a scientist. Really? You think that scientists have like ADD as well? Well, they I seem mean, like really I'm dedicated. one example,
1: but like
0: they I- seem like diligent workers to me.
1: Uh. Some of them. Most, I mean, most of them seems like
0: a discipline heavy job. I just yeah, want to throw ideas out there and have someone else do the busy work. I guess that's what professors get to do.
1: Kind of, yeah. When you get that's awesome, and you're getting grants, and then you get grad students to do the. I don't want to say bitch work.
0: I just want <laughs> what, to. What's the thing where when when you're a celebrity, they're like they give you an honorary degree or whatever.
1: Oh, yeah
0: i just want um they don't honorary no, tenure no. And oh. i just want to be able to like go into a university and order people and just around. like
1: order people around yeah come up with ideas no steal other people's I ideas it. well i'm not
0: gonna <laughs> steal well i might be influenced by people but yeah that's what so you when you have a great idea let's go back we're going back where we started with when you have a big idea what's your process you say oh, you get...
1: I didn't, wow, this is a totally different conversation.
0: Now. Oh, man, I just whiffed hard on that question. It's all right. When I we're have gonna a big
1: recover. idea, um, you, I keep it to about... myself okay. until I know that it's a logical idea. Really? Yeah.
0: What, now I'm confused. What did get us on this? Um... We were talking about, let's go back. All right. I still want to say go.
1: my Casey Affleck comment.
0: Okay, yeah, say it.
1: I want to hear it so bad. No, he's an amazing actor, and if you see that movie um, where he's with Brad Pitt playing Jesse James, like just the his facial his facial expressions, like the the sadness and the fear that he expresses, like just the little twitches he has on the face, it's so real and it's so unusual in an actor. And I'm Mm. like thinking about that from like an evolutionary perspective because it should be something hard to fake. Um, So, like a certain emotional, you know, if you're really afraid. It shouldn't be able to just come that naturally per se.
0: I like when I'm not editing that part out. Stop motioning to me to edit things out. We can decide on that after the fact if you still feel that way. But I loved everything that you had to say. So I like when an actor does something that I find annoying. Like when they're like... uh, When they have like a weird tick or something and oh. they intentionally do it and i'm like that's a really annoying choice and then, then after a after while it always grows on me no but they oh, intentionally it do it yeah yeah let's talk about suicide i'm interested okay. so my background is um i had like a lot of mixed feelings about life in general and then uh existential I, crisis yeah yeah when i was but i was like way too young to understand any of that or what that meant, it just the world seemed confusing and didn't make sense to me like people like thought they were talking to like a two thousand year old like zombie in another dimension and stuff, and I thought it was like super confusing and uh and then i mean I, I was raised in that religion me too, too.
1: yeah i mean like hardcore like, yeah went to camps. It? well i mean it wasn't like i was into it like i like had no choice
0: yeah I, I, it seems so insulting when i say it like that but there's also it's it's tough to like not talk about because then there's listeners that are in the same camp and then i i mean if you get to have I, I your mean, belief then i get to have my belief as well so
1: i mean i've like i still have like apparently like i've insulted people for years because i I like left religion kind of in a dramatic way um it probably wasn't that dramatic i'm I'm
0: picturing i'm picturing hold on don't tell me yeah oh you just ruined everything (laughs) i wanted to create my own picture of of what you you paid the picture (laughs) I, i think i think that uh it's your in line for communion, and it's taking too long. <laughs> and God, then, <laughs> and then, like, and then, like, you have the, the, like, you're having a bad day, you've been praying your little heart out, and nothing's been happening. And then, you have like a stale communion wafer, and just like this mass is not going and they right. They were never the salted, singing, never been, salted, no. <laughs> The singing was terrible. The organist is like having a rough, just like nothing's clicking. And then you just taste that communion wine with all the backwash in it, but See, still we had somehow grape it's juice. enough. We didn't to, even
1: get the wine,
0: but you feel like a. Uh, as a kid, you think that it's wine, and you think it made you drunk. Through what do you call that when you Drugged think with
1: that
0: the spirit, like when you when you think that. You know, just the placebo effect, I think, I guess is what I'm going for. And then, and then you just like smack it in their face. And you say, I'm out of here. That's my little girl impression, by the way. I'm an amazing actor. And <laughs> then, and then you storm through the the two line was there two lines when you did communion we right we did with communion sitting down
1: we didn't even get to oh, move lucky. it was the worst oh
0: in my mind there was two lines and then you stormed through as everyone gasped
1: <gasps>
0: see i just that's a beautiful scene that i just put together so, i like
1: it i wish it was like that i mean but you no, I, I flipped on like, on facebook <laughs> I,
0: oh, oh. <laughs> and then they That's just said I you can't everyone come know back how here. I
1: felt about that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Sometimes when I think about my Facebook post, and then I think about like my family monitoring it closely, like they inevitably do because it's like small town boredom stuff. And I, I guess I should say trying to be supportive, but mostly it's like, <gasps> can you believe the thing that he said? Um, is how I picture it in my mind, but. Uh, it's horrifying to think about um because I'd rather my jokes be directed at strangers that I don't have to think about, but anyway um
1: the people that we're imagining right now <laughs>
0: the people that we're imagining and i I had so back to i'm in between fourth and fifth grade i'm like i' I'm convinced I've become absolutely convinced that religion is incorrect and these people are like in a cult and but I didn't understand it exactly like that but that's what I made up my mind and and I was like in the trans transition between going now I'm like the small fish in a new school going into fifth grade going into middle school I already wasn't the most popular kid in the world and didn't really get what what, what the fuss was. like everyone seemed like really excited about life and, like, I never really got it. Like, in the Midwest, everyone's like, Yay, life! I- isn't it grand? Just, like, every day. That's what everyone else seemed to like. And I'm like, I don't know what all the What's is What's going on in the about. Midwest?
1: That's so exciting. That I I'm know. So, that's
0: about. What I, that, so it was confusing. And then um, something else. There was another thing. Oh, and then I'm, like, starting to get interested in girls with no idea how to talk to them. So it's like... Uh, a little bit of a confusing time to be a child and then i had it was around the same time i had this family friend uh kill himself and i 10? this guy was like you
1: were 10 yeah he was how old was he
0: a family friend i said so he, oh so he's older yeah okay. he, he was like uh he worked with my mom yeah he was uh he's an older and he was like he was like the only grown-up that i like really thought i had like good conversations with he was like this doctor that knew how to talk to kids well and whatnot and my mom was a receptionist at a clinic and anyhow ended up killing himself because i who knows what i was too young to really know and i remember i was really sad about it but then i also remember being like oh i get it like i get why people why someone would do that and then I remember like Nirvana being my first love and then Kurt Cobain oh, yeah. killed himself so, and then like, I was how, like oh well, how yeah old were you I Kurt get...
1: Cobain shot himself what what
0: that was, was, was like... that 94 95 yeah, I, I, I wish I knew it was Kirby. around April April 20th or nineteenth or something like that of of uh of uh 93, 94 something like that and uh and it was like the first band... I didn't understand music until... I liked Weird Al, but I didn't understand like why people liked music because my parents didn't listen to music. And Nirvana was the first thing that I was like, oh, I like that. Smells like teen spirit. And then uh, Kurt Cobain killed himself. And then I was like, yeah. Yeah, I get that too. And then I was like, kind of. not Not to like flame... Um, social influences but just like I identified with the idea of it and then I I had lots of suicidal thoughts from that age until I was like early 20s I kind of started getting over it a little bit so that's that's my uh, relationship Um, that's so
1: interesting because I do think I mean social learning plays some role i don't know how much of a role mm-hmm. um it definitely plays a role because you know after like a um a celebrity uh, there's a celebrity death by suicide there's like a spike and in, in suicide mm. in the general population and so like actually in the media they've kind of been informed to not play it up and or glam make it glamorous or anything like that I like because- they
0: say with like gun control or whatever if you show like all the or not gun control um the uh, the mass killings they say the same thing yeah like oh you don't yeah because that also there was like, something going on there yeah it
1: was inspiring other people are modeling their behavior after it and it's it's really interesting i think because like you know the the evolutionary perspective suicide it's saying like the idea is that we we have these abilities and they should be cross-culturally universal cross-culturally and um But the fact that there is this learning component, I think, is very interesting and I think should be investigated in association with evolutionary perspectives.
0: So you just brought up cross-culturally. Is is there cultural differences in suicide?
1: Um, So there's cultural differences in suicide rates. Um, So uh, Japan, for instance, has one of the highest suicide rates in the world. Also Greenland and indigenous populations Some of that, like some the highest in the world. So they're not broken out like nationally, but just looking at indigenous populations. um, So Native American populations or Pacific Islander populations, the native population of Greenland. So the highest in the world. Mm. Um, Cross nationally, I think Japan, Greenland have the highest in the world.
0: I know absolutely nothing about Greenland. I forgot it was a place until you just said it. Well, there's not a Is lot going on up self? there.
1: it's It's pretty barren. Um, yeah. it's gloomy. Um, but it has I mean it has a lot more to do with like colonization, mm. um, uh, rapid cultural transformation, um, um, loss of identity, loss of work, um, that sort mm. of thing.
0: What about Japan?
1: What about Japan? <laughs> well,
0: Japan's like a really successful for how tiny it is. Well, They're you know, I think East Asia great. has,
1: I think, so there's something going on there. And and it's so, I mean, the causes, is, so there are very frequently, um, you know, I think almost always there's a social cause to suicidal behavior mm-hmm. um, in some sense. Um, not, I think most people would agree with that, but not everyone, every researcher would emphasize that there are social causes. So in East Asia... Um, It seems to be an association with um, um, stress associated with education, educational attainment. Um, So family and parents especially putting pressure on kids to be the best in their class. Well, not everyone can be the best in their class. Um,
0: Also, if you're like me, where school is like a prison for you and you have like... You don't want to be there. Any, like. Not
1: everyone. I mean, even really intelligent people don't, because it's, it's a very structured environment. Not everybody mm. learns um, well in a structured environment. I mean, people have different learning styles. Um, but, you know, it's like people put pressure on their kids to be a certain thing. Um, and kids, the, the kids can't necessarily live up to that, um, especially when the bar is set so high. Um, so uh, I would see that as, so there are different theories about that. Um, so Baumeister, I believe, looks at that in terms of, like, a sense of failure. So you feel a sense of failure, not living up to your own expectations or the expectations of others. Um, and then you engage in suicidal behavior. Or you do other things beforehand cognitively, to kind of a- to escape from that. Um, so you might have – you might mentally focus on concrete things in the immediate environment so that you're not reflecting on the self. Um reflecting on the self-failure and then eventually it leads to escape through suicide. Um, I look at it more as um, in terms of social conflict, it would be in, so from the bargaining model perspective, it would be more of a, of a negotiation.
0: Explain what the bargaining model is. So
1: the bargaining model of suicidal behavior, which was developed by my advisor at Hagen, um, sees suicidal behavior as a costly signal of need. Just had
0: Ed on the show, by the way, and he didn't talk about this, so this is wonderful.
1: Awesome. Um, so, yeah, it's a costly signal of need in a situation where there's a conflict of interest between um, the potential suicidal victim and social partners. It could be friends, but uh, more often parents or other family members, people who are invested in the victim in some way. Um, genetically like so from an evolutionary perspective could be genetic investment it could also be they have some ongoing cooperation um uh, they, or they've already invested so much and they were gonna have a net loss if the if that person dies by suicide they want something back they they're benefiting from that relationship in some way so um by inflicting harm on yourself you're harming that that those other individuals who are invested in you
0: you're just holding yourself ransom
1: yeah exactly
0: if you want if you want your Shane back you're going to need one million (laughs) dollars that's what i'm uh, send one million dollars to my uh what is it patreon account i'm i'm gonna go and like live in the woods and people are gonna think i'm gone and i'm gonna be like if you want me back uh, is that is that kind of the idea? Yeah. Of- uh,
1: so so there are other ways to do it. so. Another means of negotiating, negotiating. Can you use a
0: sillier example than the one that I just did, or no?
1: I I'm lost. Actually, that's okay. <laughs> Continue. Um, yeah. No. So I don't even know what you were doing right there.
0: <laughs> I I was. So if you're inflicting harm on yourself, then you're going. If you want me to be around, you're, you're you giving this honest doing signal. You doing whatever you're doing. So cross- you, you better invest more in me, or stop doing what you're doing, or do something. You better pay more you, attention. Like you to need to me. change
1: your your expectations yeah. of me. You need to change right. what you're asking me to do. Right. Um. So cross culturally, one of the most common examples is forced marriage. So not every forced marriage leads to suicidal behavior, obviously, or every arranged yeah. marriage. But there are, um, there is something going on there because in the ethnographic record which is just a collection of um anthropological descriptions of cultures um forced marriage usually it's like some like high status male forcing his daughter to for like political means to marry some other high status yeah
0: you just like force your daughter into being raped every day for a life yeah exactly life. i mean
1: it, well, it that's, that's essentially so it seems that she, like a cool it's forced mating and you know a mate selection is right. it, you know it, we have these psychological mechanisms for it. So if you're being forced to have sex and have the offspring of someone who was disgusting to you, um, and we don't even know why, like I, that's kind of like something I want to do in the future is look at, so what is going on in these forced marriage situations? Because often it was just a blip or blurb about um, about the situation, like, oh, so-and-so kept running into the river to drown and then her father and brother pulled her out and eventually she didn't have to marry that loser but we don't know why he was a loser and i'd love to find out why why he was such a loser
0: (laughs) yeah uh well i mean maybe it's just maybe it's not about the him necessarily maybe it's just about the situation i mean what person wants to be like if you told me you have to marry the woman Behind this door, I'd be like, "No, uh, sight unseen, I am just not doing that." Well,
1: okay, so you should always, so you should only do something as risky as suicidal behavior if your um uh, reproductive benefits benefit are basically zero, should be close to zero. So if it's like just like a so-so person, you should just go with the so-so person. Mm -hmm. Don't take that risk of. Having um, your reproductive success being zero, okay. Um, by killing yourself before you reproduce, I see. Um, so so there are some instances. So where it's very explicit. I should be like,
0: man, whatever. whatever.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why like arranged marriages usually don't lead to suicidal behavior. You're like, ah, like he's kind of a dork, and I don't think we're compatible, but uh, I'll, you know. I'm not going to, it's not worth it to okay. risk my own life. But in some cases, so there are specific cases where it's like the family is poor or something and and they just can't support all their children. And so they marry a daughter off to some like decrepit male old man. And it's, you know, and so that actually does affect her. I mean, her. they're just marrying her off to kind of so that they don't have to, to open up resources to other children. So that's like a major conflict of interest. Um, they probably don't want her to die. Right. Um, and maybe she also has information about her own reproductive abilities. Like maybe she's very young, uh, also. So yeah, but like if she's going to be married off to some old man and maybe he already has a couple of wives and you know, so that is a major, um, hit to her fitness. And so in a situation like that, yeah, you would predict suicidal behavior.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. I, yeah, I, I've never really thought about the. So, so evolutionarily, how does suicide exist? Like, it, it seemingly doesn't make sense.
1: Well, so, yeah, it, it's like an evolutionary puzzle. You know, you shouldn't, you know, you should survive to reproduce and, um, you know, that doesn't seem to involve killing yourself. Right. So, (laughs) um, but so for instance, I think we talked about this on the last podcast. I know we talked about it actually. I have a terrible memory,
0: but so just let's, let's throw it out there again.
1: Okay. Yeah. So the inclusive fitness model is a totally different model of suicidal behavior. It's an evolutionary model distinct totally from the bargaining model where you kill yourself to um benefit your close kin your close genetic kin who share um who potentially share that mechanism that the gen- the genes that cause that you to engage in suicide but so that's how it can be maintained in yeah, a population i a
0: big burden on this family of mine i yeah, the, it, so it's a net family, loss to your genes. kin, right. and
1: you kill yourself to to not be a burden on them right. because it's a net loss, and it's a loss to you as well. Um, and you do see examples of this in really harsh environments like the Arctic, where um, where the, where there are cultural models of suicidal behavior that entail um, um, assisted suicide. Actually, so you tell. You know, when you're an older person, if you say like I want to kill myself, like you have to do it, um, and somebody has to help you. Um, so it's so common that they have these like really strict rules about what you should do mm-hmm. if you want to kill yourself. Um, and and yeah, and it's associated with like uh, you know being a burden with being with being elderly, with being um, not being able to support your your kin or yourself. Um, because there are, I mean, you know. There's like the grandmother hypothesis. I don't know if you're familiar with that, where it, this Kristen Hawkes um, developed this theory that uh, senescence or elderhood was, um, or, or that women live on for many years post menopause in order to invest in their grandchildren who mm-hmm. share their DNA. Um, and so, and grandmothers are very helpful. Grandfathers are very helpful in investing in their in their in their kin. Um, but we're talking about people who are. Um, very ill. Um, they they can't support themselves. They can't support their family. Um, so that's the inclusive fitness model. And we do see it in very harsh environments. Now, of course, people do often invest in their um, elderly parents. Um, some of us. Some of us. You should.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, in an ideal world.
1: So we don't know entirely. There are examples of it, but we're talking about like harsh environments where it's so costly. It's so expensive to take care of these people. Um, it's hard enough to take care of yourself, let alone people who can't help out.
0: What about these uh, What about these grandparents that are just like, I'm out of here. I'm running to Florida.
1: I don't know. That's that's interesting. Off to spend
0: all of my money that I was going to leave behind See ya. for you. Yeah. Selfish grandparents.
1: <laughs> I don't know. My grandparents didn't do that. My grandparents uh, were Yeah, around. mine
0: either because they're nice uh they're they're nice we're judging all those people yeah we absolutely are have you been to florida
1: well florida's about to be destroyed yeah apparently so So, i don't want to wish ill on those people right right. now
0: (laughs) Maybe it's, uh, evolutionarily that, this, uh, never mind. I was no, just, let's not I, know. I, I, was, I was, what I was about to say is maybe it's them going off under the iceberg, which is I Florida, know, I which is about well, to sink. And but they, see, they have all these
1: resources. It's getting they, really dark They should here. stick around. I know. Oh. It's dark. Um, but you know, you presumably they should stick around and help yeah. with their kin, um, right. with their grandchildren, with their, help their parents out, um. Because they're going to Florida to have a good time, not to die. It's not like they're going to some to be taken care of by someone else. Yeah. Per se,
0: grandparents should be babysitting more. Do you hear that, grandparents? That's the whole message of the show. You thought you thought retirement was just around the corner. Guess what? Now it's time to watch your shitty kids. Shitty kids.
1: But in in fairness, I mean, it could be like a generational thing where, you know, they were forced to get married very young and they were forced to take on some trade job or work in an office they don't like. And so retirement is like their chance to live the life that they really want. So I say good for them. Yeah. So I take back everything I just said. (laughs)
0: including shitting on trade work. My <laughs> goodness. <laughs> um so <laughs> I just wanted to say my goodness like I cared. <laughs> it was I really sold it so I'm working on my it, I'm I'm trying to be the next Casey Affleck. <laughs> um so what about uh going back to where we started with the suicide talk anyway? Celebrity death what the heck is up with that? These people, you, you go. This person has the the world is their oyster, and they they have everything going for them by all outward appearances, and.
1: But my God, it's so stressful, um, because I mean, people have these expectations of you to to be a certain way, um, you know, maybe you have a, I don't know, I'm <laughs> like. I think you have Marilyn Monroe. Like that's like my example, even though it wasn't, you know, she overdosed or was it suicide or did the Kennedys kill her, <laughs> whatever. Right. Um. But you know, I mean, it, it's a, a drug addiction is kind of within the same. You know, you can apply the bargaining model to drug addiction as well, um, where you're potentially negotiating. You're like, I'm. I, you're expecting so much of me. Or you're asking me to to do things that are not to my benefit; they're to your benefit. But so you basically want me to be some, you know, it, it's a horse and pony show. <laughs> I almost said dog and monkey show. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would have. Now,
0: now, now I'm going to edit this podcast so that you. Said,
1: dog and monkey show. Oh,
0: dog and monkey show is so fun. Uh, uh, okay. Okay.
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well
0: um, is anyone else just thinking about dog and <laughs> monkey shows now? Remember, we were talking about science a minute ago, and now that seems pretty boring compared <laughs> to a monkey riding a dog around. What's the monkey look like? Has a cowboy hat well, on. Well, I'm I'll imagining he's you. playing cymbals. <laughs> really? And riding a dog? Wow. That's a pretty good monkey. Well, it's a good dog, too, to be able to balance.
1: And quite frankly, I'm picturing a chimp, which is not a monkey, but...
0: Yeah, monkey's so much more fun to it's a, say. It's a I more fun I, word. I say that all the time on I mean, this podcast. I mean, chimp is a fun word, too. We need to think of a better name than ape. If you want to make the distinction, then you need to think of a, a less boring it name It is a than... very
1: dignified word, ape.
0: Yeah, I don't... I don't because like it.
1: we're apes. Yeah, That's what we want to call ourselves.
0: Ape doesn't even sound good, though. It's like... Uh, I don't know. It just sounds dumb. Ape sounds dumb. It's just it's very three curt- letters. It's a very curt it's just, word. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Monkey. Let's get this dog and monkey show on the road. Uh, what, what about taking the evolutionary... I mean, what what about things outside of the evolutionary models where... There's all sorts of um, brain chemistry that can potentially go wrong, and and if if that's the case, then if if the chemistry is going, if whatever's happening in the brain is going right most of the time, then the few times that something goes, especially, I mean, have have rates of suicide always been like where they are right now no
1: i mean of course we have no idea um what the rates of suicide were in the evolutionary past um i mean people have only been keeping track of it for like 200 years or so
0: what or an, a hundred years there's not records kind. of suicide back like uh, is, is there anything like Biblical times? Not that I or know early. of. I
1: mean, they were definitely like, don't do it. So they, they it existed, or they were yeah. aware of the potential of it existing. Um, I don't think anyone in the Bible killed themselves.
0: Huh.
1: I don't know. I have to think about that.
0: Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I wonder if rates have gone up or down. And I wonder... I mean, so there's there's differences in rates in different cultures. Yeah. So... There's something happening where, I I don't know. Just see it, it, now. There's like meds that people are taking that are that they say like, you, like you take an antidepressant, and then I was like, oh, by the way, side effect, you'll kill yourself.
1: Right, Which is a weird especially side among young of adults. That's the, that's the concern. Is the disclaimer specifically for adolescents, young adults? Yeah. Um.
0: You're not into it? You're into the evolutionary models? Well, Evolution I mean, I don't
1: necessarily... Well, so the evolutionary perspective would say it's not necessarily a dysfunction in the sense that... It doesn't mean it's, like, feels good. It could right. be a... Dis, it's clearly dysfunctional for your life, but maybe because other people are doing things that are dysfunctional for your life, mm-hmm. um, so for, such as being forced to marry an 80-year-old man. That would mm-hmm. be, you know, but... Uh, right. So, in that case, but it, it makes evolutionary sense. that Now, that's not to say that it's good or that it's healthy. Clearly not. But the thing we should be focusing on is are the external factors. Um, and what's going on in the brain yeah. is a consequence of what's going on externally. Right. Um, and that's not to say we shouldn't investigate I, what's going on at the neurological level. We should. Um, but I just think we can't separate that from...
0: Can't separate the dog from the monkey. <laughs>
1: exactly. They go hand in hand.
0: Yeah. Or paw in hand. So, are there primates? Are other primates killing themselves?
1: Not that I've ever heard. Although, I did hear of a case that Jane Goodall reported where um, a young chimp, male, um, basically laid down and died after his mother died.
0: Mm.
1: Um, So, it wasn't like he... um, isn't
0: that a thing of like they say animal heartbreak or whatever, where they're like the dog's owner died and then that dog kept on jumping in the river.
1: But you know, like I, I'm not, I don't know how real all those cases are. I'm a little incredulous about some so of those.
0: But they're fun. They're they interesting to hear about. They're 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 almost they're not quite as fun as a dog. <laughs> <laughs> a dog a dog suicide is not quite as fun as a dog and monkey shit. If, if do you think if if the if the dog or the monkey died and they had had a really successful career or maybe there's just too much stress when you have everyone looking at you and you've been riding well, that, around actually, on the baseball field there's too much <laughs> pressure Ka- on the monkey casey Afflax the rooting for you
1: there's too much pressure maybe the monkey wants to do something else
0: yeah he's tired of this that's true dog it, and monkey it's shit. kind of an arranged marriage <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, All uh, right.
1: wait going back wait yeah, I had sure. a point you know, that's um, great
0: someone um, needs to <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't gonna make one I was so far from making a point I'm so proud um, of you right now carry this show tighten this ship up callbacks those are called callbacks audience i'm teaching them i'm teaching them about comedy you're teaching about suicide this is just so many this is such a valuable podcast i'd be donating to patreon right now if i were a listener
1: by the way i don't remember my point
0: (laughs) that's oh you don't i was just killing time and then i distracted no i was listening to you oh i'm sorry (laughs) casey affleck good monkeys
1: Wait, what was it about? You know what? Forget it. It wasn't important. It'll come back uh, to me and I'll just let it out.
0: The environment and, um, uh, versus uh, you can't tease apart um, nature versus nurture. You can't.
1: Right. I mean, they're one in the same, in my view, hmm. nature and nurture, because we're still, uh, you know, we learn in a certain way due to neurological structures. So I just, yeah.
0: How about this? is there so in this bargaining model you have people that are um hurting themselves maybe not necessarily consciously for attention that was my
1: point oh that was actually my point that was the point that i was going to where yeah so where the guy or the guy the chimp
0: (laughs) yeah the chimp can you make it the dog (laughs) Does it doesn't matter. No, that needs to be the chimp. Okay.
1: So you, you know, you maybe you're not. So depression, it, you know, so there's also a bargaining model of depression. They're kind of intertwined. The bargaining model of depression, the bargaining model of suicidal behavior. Um, you might. So it's you might consciously, you know, take a gun to your head and threaten suicide. Yeah. Or you could just sort of withdraw. You could stop eating. Um, so that's associated with depression. Um, it could develop into anorexia. There could potentially anorexia could be um framed in the bargaining model i mean it hasn't formally been done so but it could be um and that's also a threat to yourself so anorexia um uh, maybe not even necessarily how we think of it but just you know you stop eating um you stop taking care of yourself you could whine
0: about not having money on a podcast helping like
1: Yeah, you could bitch and moan. So that's another way that is just kind of like bitching and moaning.
0: Um, Uh, Why don't I just end (laughs) this podcast right now? I'll do it. No
1: more podcasts. I'll do it. Well, I mean, that's actually what a lot of podcasters do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not.
0: I'm holding all of them ransom right now. Yeah, it's
1: bargaining. I mean, it's like if you want this show to exist, then you have to support the show. I mean... I'm
0: still a little hurt that you didn't like my kidnapping yourself, holding yourself for ransom analogy. I thought it was a pretty good metaphor and now I'm depressed and I feel like... Maybe maybe I shouldn't make any metaphors anymore,
1: <laughs> oh, I think though, oh, I was gonna make a point to that yeah. too, where yeah. okay, so you could also negotiate or a bargain by mm-hmm. threatening the other person physically,
0: yeah, unless you know that that's not
1: it's not gonna work out because maybe right. you're smaller, I mean, so suicidal behavior and um, depression is more often associated with females, and females almost all females are are physically weaker than males
0: and look at i mean this might look like a modern problem where someone bullies someone on social media and then they kill themselves and then the parents get upset and then the the person that did the bullying is now facing some sort of consequences or whatever but and, and then and then well, i'm that's sure compli- there's
1: i mean that's i have but, a whole thing to say
0: though but yeah but but the, there's and then and so then they're they're going and they're sitting down all the kids and they're going like hey remember how great Tommy was and then you assholes picked on him and now he's not here anymore so don't do that anymore uh, there there, yeah. there might that, there, there cultural... might have been things like that happening for a very long time
1: and it's culturally um, it's very common to see like a, a motive harm others. Uh, in association with suicide. I mean, even in... Can you say that again? Um, uh, So anthropologically, so many anthropologists have noted that in many cultures, suicide is used specifically as a way to harm other people. Mm -hmm. Um, So that fits within the bargaining model. But the distinction is that in these these cases, cross-culturally, they're associated with suicide, death by suicide. Mm. Um, However, suicide attempts far outnumber completions. So it could be that these that these cultural models exist because we know that suicide does harm other people. Mm-hmm. And if you do, do do die by suicide, you people are upset by that. You, right. you harm your parents, you harm your family, you harm your spouse. Um, they have a they lose you. They lose um, the invest your investment in them and, and your kin. So um, all of that makes
0: sense. Uh, are you wondering where you were going with that? What are you asking me? No, I, just, I thought you were doing fantastic. I, no, you I just, made
1: the point And then like. You lost. It. I was that like, "That's to me. Oh, that's that's, my, that's the every point. day of my <laughs> that's life. That's the point.
0: Yeah. No. And that's the point. That's great. That's wonderful.
1: Um, I just didn't say it just the way I wanted to say it.
0: Well, this isn't like some perfect dog and monkey show <laughs> where it's going to run around. The, the monkey sometimes falls off on my program and that's and that's what makes it that that's what makes it so compelling that's why people want it. that's what keeps them coming back is the monkey gonna fall (laughs) off the dog that's the question people ask themselves every time before they tune in it's like
1: america's got talent for scientists
0: yeah exactly um so we've talked a lot about suicide obviously we have to we have to uh say a little something at the end Um, I would say from past experience, one of the hardest things to do is to reach out and ask for help. Like everyone always tells you to do. I know you're going to isolate yourself, but there's like, there's ways of, there's numbers you can call and to be anonymous and, and things of that nature. There's research that you can do online. There's, uh, I've, I've felt hopeless many times in my life, and a lot of times those feelings are quite temporary. So there's hope out there, people that are suicidal. I'm not going to sit here and give you a whole spiel because that's not my job. Um, But don't kill yourself, damn it. Um, And if you do feel
1: hopeless, there's there's always someone you could reach out to.
0: That's doing worse than you. Am I right? <laughs> that was so unnecessary and inappropriate. That's <laughs> um, what we want to do is get back to the darkness of suicide. We were talking about preventing it and what people can do, and it is appropriate at this moment, given that I have my guest plug a nonprofit of their choice each episode. Anyway, why not? What the hey? We have a nonprofit in mind that has to do with research. Uh,
1: so it's the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. Oh thank God. Um, I thought
0: you were never going to say it. Um, <laughs> you, and they do fund research on suicide, me right at the end there. No, I'm sorry. No. No. I'm, no, I'm killing it right now. I'm really Af-Lac-ing. selling it. You're you're both aflacking it <laughs> right at the same time <laughs> like an Aflac riding an aflack. <laughs> that's across the baseball field while so a monkey lost. and a dog is watching what what, what are you talking about What's okay i'm talking know? about i'm so okay lost. <laughs> <laughs> we better wrap this up okay. um so that's the organization one more time just for the listeners i just i'm gonna put my serious face on because it is a serious thing
1: so the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention, they take um, donations and they fund um, suicide research that's meant to be uh, prevent suicide. So it's a very important organization.
0: Awesome. Uh, well, thank you for coming back on the show. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: And thank you, listener, for being such a delightful, uh, wonderful... Imaginary I... friend. Yeah, imaginary friend. Oh, you guys are my imaginary friends. And I like you so much, better than some of my real friends, to be honest. You guys are terrific. Talk to you next week. All right, everybody. Next week on the program, Doctor Bronner's Soap. We were talking with David Bronner, and really fascinating episode is supposed to be this week, but uh, I got mixed up with something. Didn't get uh, the. Got the wrong episode loaded up, but it doesn't really matter at all, other than I plugged it last week, so I just didn't want there to be any confusion, all is well, but um, I hope you enjoyed this episode, Suicide's such a tough subject, and brutal, a brutal thing that is personal to many of us, and so I think that just the subject matter, just as a defense mechanism, I get a little more, more jokey than... The normal sometimes uh, the darker the subject the more uh, the more laughs we need to get through it I've been in a bit of a funk lately actually I just I just recorded myself I was having just such a bad episode that I just recorded it and I, I don't even think it's good I think it's just gonna bum people out for I, I, I'm putting it on patreon uh, it's like the sixth or seventh podcast uh, everything podcast and I just recorded me in an exceptionally depressed state I don't think it's terribly entertaining or anything but it just it happened and I hit record and tried to capture it and I think that we all go through varying degrees of awfulness uh, in life I wish I had better words I'm, I've just been going through um, I've gone through a little bit uh, of, of kind of reassessing everything uh, lately and figuring out I'm just in a transitional phase of, of figuring out the best way forward with things I have uh, I have a lot of irons in the fire and sometimes I just I'm not sure which direction to go, and sometimes those little tasks just pile up and seem so overwhelming um, that it seems hopeless, and so, uh, you know, I'm working through that, and I hope you guys are, are working through whatever bumps in the road that you're facing. Difficult stuff. Life can be a very, very difficult thing. And so it's not something that I want to... I, I, I don't want to shy away from um, that reality on this podcast. So uh, I hope you got some answers in here. I don't know. It's, it's a topic that means a lot to me. So anyway, on a, on a more uplifting note, the music underneath this outro is from the band Crash Ch. R-A-S-H and you can hear them on an entire episode of the Jimmy Fro podcast who edits this podcast. And also make sure and check out Laughable, the Laughable app for all of your podcasting uh, needs. You can subscribe to me and other comics as well and then you can hear me on, uh, I think coming out soon, Johnny Pemberton's Live to tape. I was on, and I just had this amazing episode on Duncan Trussell's Family Hour. Uh, just came out. If you haven't had a chance to hear it yet, you get to hear at least a, a good a good third of the story of uh, what launched me into a manic episode uh, recently, and it's a pretty incredible tale. I don't know what to think of it. I. It's uh, something that I've been thinking about uh, every day for seven, eight weeks now, and I'm still not quite sure what to think of it, but I'm glad that I have a podcast where I can go out and find answers to questions that I have. I'm very fortunate, and I'm fortunate to have you all as listeners. Those of you that listen all the way to the end, you are, of course, my favorite because, because, why? Because you care enough. This is the stuff where I. Uh, <laughs> this is the stuff where I get like all sappy, and so a lot of people are gonna go like, "Yeah," and I get it. I get why. <laughs> I get why you wouldn't listen all the way to the end. And that's why people that listen all the way to the end are my favorite.